when your opponent is drowning, throw him a fucking bowling ball. And that's how you deal with Donald Trump. You attack him, you hit him, you hurt him every chance, every day, every hour, every minute, every second. This should be the most aggressive political campaign that anybody has ever seen. This is the warning. This will be an ask me anything question where I answer your questions. Let me know if you like this format and we'll do more of it. The first question is, are you still working with and why did you work with Dean Phillips? I am not and have never been an employee of the Dean Phillips campaign. I did encourage Dean Phillips to run for president because Dean Phillips was the one guy who was saying the quiet part out loud. And the quiet part out loud, which was something that Joe Scarborough talked about on Morning Joe, that every single Democrat who was going on television was saying to the people at home, everything's okay, and to each other in the green room, Joe Biden is going to lose to Donald Trump. I believe in the New Hampshire primary. I believe that democracy must be practiced to be preserved. And what I think is Joe Biden has crushed Dean Phillips in the New Hampshire primary and the South Carolina primary. And I do believe, whether it's Nikki Haley, whether it's Dean Phillips, if you don't have a pathway to become the nominee, then the race becomes a vanity project. It becomes an exercise in dilettantism, attention getting. Uh, the general election contest uh, will be between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, which is a result the two parties have given the country, despite the fact that 80% of the country doesn't like that choice. The question is, what will we do if Donald Trump wins the election? Um, well, let me be clear. I think that if Donald Trump wins the election, one, it will be a national catastrophe. Uh, Donald Trump will create, uh, at the moment of his inauguration, a series of constitutional crises. Uh, he will seek to deploy the American military against the American people. Uh, he will seek to subvert the Constitution at every turn. And it will be a moment where resistance, real resistance, is required. There will have to be millions of Americans on the streets protesting, shutting the country down when Donald Trump tries inevitably to grab the power that he's going to try to grab outside the constraints of the rule of law. Understand this. Donald Trump is a former president whose lawyers made a legal argument that the presidency gives him the inherent power to assassinate whomever he wants, whenever he wants, for whatever reason he chooses. It's absurd, but it's the Trump viewpoint, and it's very dangerous. The question is, if you were running Joe Biden's campaign, what steps vis-a-vis -vis strategy, messaging, turnout would you implement? How would you mitigate Biden's less than strong appearance and delivery? Um, so that is the heart of the question, is Biden's uh, communication challenges. Uh, Trump is the stronger communicator. Uh, Biden is the better person. Uh, Trump is the stronger communicator. Biden is the better president. Uh, Trump is the better communicator, but he is insane. Uh, Joe Biden is perfectly sane and perfectly competent. This election comes down to a very, very simple thing. Whomever the election is about is going to lose. And that was the case in Trump versus Hillary Clinton. 
the election had been about Trump all the way through to the very, very end. And then it became about Hillary Clinton in the final week, thanks to James Comey. The Biden campaign must mock Trump, belittle him, humiliate him, cut him in a thousand different ways, provoke him every day, make Trump be the worst version of himself, keep him off balance, keep him responding, trigger him. He should be provoked hour after hour after hour every day. President Biden has to control the race. It will be a brutal, loathsome affair. The Biden campaign needs to embrace that. When Trump goes low, go lower. James Carville once said, when your opponent is drowning, throw him a fucking bowling ball. And that's how you deal with Donald Trump. You attack him, you hit him, you hurt him every chance, every day, every hour, every minute, every second. This should be the most aggressive political campaign that anybody has ever seen. And the idea that Donald Trump is entitled to dignity, to respect, is nonsense. It's a sucker's bet. And Joe Biden, his team should stay far, far away from it. The question is, if the 2024 election yields a Biden win, but even one GOP House or one GOP Senate majority could we not see another Trump controlling Congress deja vu all over again, even if it's from a prison cell? Look, if Joe Biden wins this election, the Trump fever will eventually break, even if Republicans control one house of Congress. At that point, Donald Trump will be almost 80 years old. He will have been the losing nominee for two out of the last three elections, and along the way, he will have decimated the electoral prospects of the Republican Party demographically and electorally for a generation. Now, if Donald Trump loses this election and it is a narrow loss and Republicans control one of those houses, they will obstruct Joe Biden to the best that they can. The simple truth of the matter is this. This election, and I fall in this category, I'm not happy about the choice. But the choice is clear. Joe Biden is the only candidate on the ballot who is in favor of the American Constitution and the American way of life, full stop. So in the end, Trumpism's defeat, no matter how it comes, no matter how thin the victory may be, the simple fact that Joe Biden will have prevented Donald Trump from ever setting foot in the White House again will be enough to ultimately break this Trump fever that's gripped the country for the last eight years. The question is, if Donald Trump's cases are pending, how can he run? Well, this is a very important concept to understand. Donald Trump has been accused of crimes. He has been charged with crimes. But since this is the United States of America, you are innocent until proven guilty. Donald Trump gets that constitutional protection also. Donald Trump's criminal trials are going to be part of the campaign. He intends to, and already is, campaigning from the courtroom. This is really important to understand. MAGA, Trumpism, it runs on fuel. And the fuel is victimization and grievance. These trials will let Donald Trump play the role of the aggrieved. He gets to be the victim. A central part of the Trump message is 
the man, the system is out to get you. And I'm the guy who's tough enough, strong enough to stand up to it, fight for you. And so all of that is helped by the fact that Donald Trump is ensnared in civil and criminal litigation everywhere anyone looks. And there's a lot of people in the country who look at that and say they're out to get him because he's standing up for me. Of course, that's a con, but that's the con that's worked for Trump. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning, daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching.